This is episode 21 of Collector's Quest. Today, Cat and Johnny take a sick day. Welcome back to Collector's Quest. I'm here with Cat. Hey, Cat, how's it going today? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, getting through. I I heard you were under the weather, though. Are you feeling better? I am starting to feel better. Still not 100%, but I will take anything over how I felt. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, even in our last episode, Kat was a bit under the weather. Uh, But I'm glad you're feeling better now, at least. I'm glad you're getting there. Still not 100, though. No, but you know what? I'll take it. The weather's starting to finally want to somewhat transition into spring, so that means things are getting warmer, and hopefully everybody will stop being sick. Yeah, uh... I don't know what that is. Uh, What is spring? Okay, so spring is the time after this ice apocalypse. So actually, our winter wasn't that bad, so I shouldn't complain. So after the snow and everything goes away, then it rains for a whole lot of time. But the temperature is no longer in the minus, so we'll take it. And then it's on its way to summer when it's ridiculously hot. Oh, yeah. um, I'm from Southern California, so we, we don't really have seasons. It's like summer and summer light. And sometimes rain. Okay, well, we have four of them, and they're definitely distinctly different. <laughs> Interesting. That's I'm not familiar. I heard I've heard about it, obviously, but I've never actually experienced it. Uh, so, something maybe I'll look into one day. It's but, kind of overrated. <laughs> okay. Well, um, no one gives a crap about the weather. I want to talk about games. And uh, since you were sick, I know when I am sick that a lot of times I will curl up uh, on the couch and and play games as I don't really feel much better to do anything else. Is that something you do as well, or do you have to be totally isolated? No, I am really bad at sitting still, like really, really bad. I'm not good at that. Even when I sit down and watch a movie, I'm usually doing something else. So when I get sick, in order for me to kind of try and stay quiet, I always play games. Um, So there are definitely things I go to. I I have kind of two formats of how I work when I get sick. I want to play whatever I currently have just got um, or have just started. But then there's always games that I go back to that I, I play almost religiously when I'm sick, which sounds bad. I do play them the odd time when I'm not sick, but I have go-to games for when I'm sick. Well, that makes sense. I, I know I have uh, a choice couple that I, I bust out when I'm not feeling well. So what, what is, uh, what is one of yours? What, tell us about the game that you go to most. Um, the game I probably go to most was actually a game that I rented back when we had video game stores and you could rent games back when I was way younger and was sick. So I guess it started off the trend. Um, and that's Tonic Trouble for N64. And without fail, usually every time I'm sick, I've played it at least once, um, sometimes twice. <laughs> now, but hold on, I'm going to interject. I need to know, is it... Did you pick Tonic Trouble? Because I can see this going one of two ways. Did you pick it for, one, uh, cute vegetables animated on the cover, or did you pick it because Tonic is like, uh, you know, for healing, like a, a healing tonic? Is it the medicine aspect, or is it the vegetable aspect? Well, I never really thought about the medicine aspect, but I guess that's good. That could re- could relate. Not the reason, but I guess that could be definitely a good reason. Um, anybody who's listened to our, our other podcasts know how I feel about animated vegetables, whether they be animated killer vegetables 
or adorable vegetables or vegetables in games that I don't even like. I like vegetables in my games. So yeah, obviously that's definitely a factor. Uh, okay. So that, that's the reason I've never played tonic trouble. I don't really know anything about it except the cover has some vegetables on it and it's yellow, green and red primarily. That's my impression of it. Um, so what is it? What is it about this game? What does this game do? Tell us about it. Well, I really like it um, because it's a it's a fun game. So it's a single player platformer. Um, you play as your main character, your agent Ed, and you've come basically to Earth to clean up this spill that's turning all sorts of things into killer vegetables, and all these things are mutated. So you're coming to, I guess, basically restore order. Um, and it's kind of a fun game. Um, there's about 12 worlds to kind of go through and explore. And um, it's a very kind of typical platform style game. Um, one of the reasons I like it is in one of the lava levels, you have evil toasters that shoot burning toast. Okay. That makes it good because maybe not a vegetable, but it's still adorable animated food. <laughs> okay. Go on. Um, but... The, you know, it is a really fun game. Um, one of the neat aspects in it is um, you find these popcorn machines, you pop the popcorn, you turn into Super Ed, which gives you extra, extra powers. Um, it's kind of got a following of people that really like it and people that not so much like it. Um, certainly compared to other games like Raymond and, um, you know, some of the banjo games, uh, it doesn't have kind of the control level that they do. It's not at that control point. Um, it is a cool game. The story's good. It is a little bit challenging, but it's not one of those games where you're going to throw something at the TV, which is, I think, another reason I like it when I don't feel good. All right. It's something I'm not going to uh, be really frustrated um, with. But I think that's why I continue to go back to it, because it's a game that I played originally. I used to rent when I was younger, when I was sick, and, and now I still like it. Um, if you like kind of platform-style games, and you, you like platform-style games on the N64, because I know some people can be kind of controversial about if they like N64 games or not, um, it's definitely one to play. Um, I think it's a game that it's best played not necessarily going into it expecting it to be like a Rayman game or something like that. It's better to go into it expecting it to be something a little bit different All right. um, because you will be sorely disappointed with the controls, if not. So the, you would say while the, uh, the design and uh, the basic aesthetic is very nice, maybe the, uh, maybe the controls are weak. The controls are definitely a little bit weak. Um, I think I've played it so much now, I, I know what to expect. Um, I like the diversity because it's got a lot of different types of levels. Like you've got some ski slopes, snowy mountain levels. You've got um, kind of more like lava and canyon levels and pyramid levels. So like there's there's a good variety of different scenery. I actually really like the other than they are N64 graphics. I like the design in it. Um, there's lots of kind of you know, wacky distorted points and interesting pops of color and, you know, those animated vegetables, in case I haven't made that point yet. Yeah, I, I think we are uh, we are aware of the animated vegetables at this point. I'm just I'm just making sure because they're really important. Yeah, one day we're, we were we'll do a full rundown of uh, cats, maybe top five, top ten animated vegetable games uh, yeah. for everybody else. I know there's other people who are into this. So uh, you can't possibly be alone. 
Yeah, well, and speaking of all things Canadian, um, one of the developers for this was Ubisoft Montreal. So, you know, in Canada, keeping the love in Canada. So that's kind of fitting. Actually, something I didn't realize until more recently that that's who one of the developers was. Uh, so do you think maybe they use their Canadian mind control power to make you want to play this game more? Like, is this like a Canadian hive mind going on that you guys all want to play Canadian games? Well, no, because I think the problem is is half the time we don't realize that they might have been produced or developed wholly by, uh, you know, a company that is Canadian or in part by a company that is Canadian. I had no idea, but I'm going to take that as a bonus point since I am, in fact, in Canada. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, there's actually quite a few development houses up in Canada. A lot of American development houses just have, like, stations up there. Uh, This one was Ubisoft and Ubisoft Montreal. Um, you know, I think that's where their primary base is, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, like I said, it's a fun game. I definitely, I, when I was younger, I wasn't really into RPGs as much. Um, I found the attention span thing. Maybe I didn't have quite as much attention. So I played definitely a lot more platformer style games when I was younger. So I think that's why this resonates with me. And when I get sick and I feel crappy and I don't want to do much, I kind of want to resort to something that's just an easy play that's a fun play i mean even when i play through it now i still enjoy it so it's definitely had a lasting impression for me okay uh that makes sense it's funny that you bring up the rpgs um because when i am sick that is my go-to my go-to is usually always uh, an rpg i've played more than once or twice usually um from the super nintendo or the nes era Uh, and a lot of times it's the original final fantasy um Okay. And a lot of times that's the story no longer matters. I've played through the game so many times that I can just kind of mindlessly go through it, know where where it is. It has all the familiar beats, the things I like about it. Um, And I can just kind of go through that while I'm not feeling well. I don't have to think too much and I don't have to work too hard. I think that's a fair thing because I think when you're sick, you just, you want something to do, but you don't want something that is like, you know, painstaking or something that you're going to get really frustrated with, something that's an easy play for whatever reason it is, whether it's nostalgic or you like the storyline or it's something that you just enjoy playing through again and again. Yeah, it's um, when I'm sick, oftentimes I don't want to be super frustrated, so it's not like I want to throw in Mega Man 1 or, or Mega Man 9 or something obnoxious where uh, the difficulty is something that is cruel and unusual and uh, not that Mega Man 1 is is that bad, but it, you know, it can be frustrating. Some of the jumps can be frustrating. Even Castlevania 1, uh, the timing. I I, I beat that game a hundred times, but I still don't want to play Castlevania 1 because I know a Medusa head is going to hit me at some point in the middle of a jump. I'm going to fall and just want to throw something. It's not a feeling I enjoy while I'm sick. So, yeah, it makes sense to me to avoid that kind of element. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And uh, yeah, so I think that's why I kind of resort back to this one. Easy, fun play. Um, it actually had a Game Boy uh, Color version that came out, but only in Europe. Um, I've never played it. I would be curious to see if it's any different. Um, I'm curious well and how it looks ported um, on a Game Boy versus how it looks on the N64. Huh. You know, there was there's actually another version, too, that was released um as a special edition of this game, but it was only on the computer. Oh, okay, that's interesting. It was a Windows version, and I guess it had, you know, more levels, uh, a level designer, um, 
like a bigger area, some new stages and a couple new enemies and stuff. Um, yeah. And there was going to be a sequel. That's what Wikipedia tells me. Yep. But, a tonic uh, adventure. Yep. But was not, uh, the vegetables weren't enough to carry it through. I guess it wasn't popular enough. Sorry, cat. That's okay. I'm kind of wondering how you'd make a sequel that was like anything different than what the game was anyway, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they had something I had no idea about. Yeah, uh, as someone who's never played, I'm I'm not really sure. I would be curious to see if you get the, the Game Boy version. Uh, it's Game Boy Color, right? Yes, Game Boy Color. I'd be curious if you got that to, to let us know how that is, because you've played both. And uh, a lot of times I find ports to be, uh, like if it's a straight, I think they're just calling it Tonic Trouble for, for the Game Boy Color, right? So it can never be a straight port, so they usually do something different, even if they keep the name the same so i you know i'd be interested to see what that game was like yeah i might have to try and track one of those down on ebay <laughs> with the lovely uh import fees and terrible exchange rate um because i i am curious i want to know i can't imagine obviously it's going to be the same there's going to have to be some things that are different and it who knows maybe it's better or maybe it's really terrible yeah i that's what i'm curious about i know um for the harry potter games like, you can play Harry Potter 1 and 2 on the Game Boy, and they are uh, Game Boy Color, and they're totally different than what you would play on the GameCube, for instance. Not, oh, yeah. Not the same game at all. And um, you'd have to think there would have to be some kind of restriction or things that just obviously can't happen. Right. And, well, you know, sometimes the port is like tries to stay faithful even though they condense it. But this isn't like that really at all. It's like a completely different style game. It goes more from like a, it more it becomes more like an RPG for Harry Potter. It's a it was a weird experience, and I you know I don't play that many portable games, so I'm not sure uh, what that's like. Okay, and would you say so for you in your experience? I know I'm pretty sure I know, but you normally probably want to take the actual console over the handheld. <laughs> oh yeah. Just about every single time. Um, there are, like I said, there's a few portable games I uh, deeply love. I love Minish Cap, for instance, and all the Metroids. Uh, but a lot of times I would rather just... I would just rather focus on a, a big screen, you know, and, and sit on my couch. Yes, I know I can sit on my couch with a Game Boy, but I don't want to like have be squinting. I, have, I bought a huge TV not to, to look at a tiny screen. I'm not a... I'm not a child. I want to play on a big TV. That's fine. That's totally, totally fine. I'm, I'm uh, not I, a child. That's why I'm throwing a temper tantrum about playing on a small screen. Well, you tell yourself whatever you have to to make your big screen TV playing happy. Yeah, well, I will. Then, fine. Cat, I will. All right. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. And uh, I'm just looking here on eBay. And, and it's very affordable at uh, complete box at $24 U.S. It's not an expensive Game Boy Color game. Nice. So you, that's what, like $300 Canadian? Yep. Maybe 312 you know, just depending uh, on the exchange rate day. Yeah, depending on the day. So, so you go get Tonic Trouble Game Boy and, and, and give us a side-by-side -side comparison. Yeah, I'm, I'm not holding my breath. I do definitely want to play it, though, because now I'm kind of curious to see... Um, what the difference is, and it'll be kind of cool to have it. Even if it's terrible, I'll be happy to have it. It's definitely something I'll pick up box just because um, 
it means something to me to have it. So I'm not holding my breath, but I will do an update. Maybe that'll uh, kind of get rolled into my, my one episode just about vegetable games. Yeah, you know, I, I want people to message us. I want to know who the audience is for that, which of our listeners are super interested in the animated vegetables. Please tell me. I'm not judging you. Yeah. I just want to know. No, he's he's not judging you because I want to do an episode on animated vegetables, so he, he can't judge you. He's just going to judge me. Oh, yeah, you I'm judging 100%. Yeah, yeah you are a weirdo. That's fine. You know what? Of all of the things I could be weird about, I feel like this is probably okay. Like, I could take my weird obsessions in a totally different direction. I don't know why it's vegetables. I don't know. It just is. I'm just going to shut the door on that conversation because it, it leads us nowhere where the clean label filter can take us. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess that depends on where your mind is aligned. But, yeah, I, I guess. I, I got it. I got it. That's fair. That's fair. Fine. Okay. All right. Well, let me... Let's segue away from that. What have you, uh, well, we know what you've been playing. You've been playing Conic Trouble and Paper yes. Jam, right? How's and Paper Jam. Are you liking it? Because I, I heard kind of mixed reviews on it. I heard it was kind of blood. Are you enjoying it? Uh, I'm kind of, I, I'm not sure. I really liked, um, like, a lot of the Mario and Luigi games. I liked Mario and Luigi Dream Team. I really liked Sticker Star. I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like it's, it's, a mix of the two, but I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's a good mix of the two. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't know that I love it. I, I kind of, I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like I haven't hit that part where it's really exciting yet. I, I heard one that the difficulty was maybe toned down a little too much and that they didn't really integrate. Like, they took two different ideas, right? They took, like, the Paper Jam, or they took, like, Paper Mario and then Mario RPG and, like, tried to... Like, they didn't really blend them that well, right? Is Would you feel that? Do you feel that way? Because I don't, again, I have not played uh, that game, so I, I don't know for sure if that's true or not. No, I, I think that's fair. I think I felt like, I guess when I heard Paper Jam, I was expecting it to be maybe more like that Sticker Star, Paper Mario style. And, and it is, but it's a mix of, you know, the paper world and the, the normal world, the 3D world or whatever you want to call it, depending on who you talk to. And I guess I, I thought because it was Paper Jam, it was going to be like the, you know, like the Paper Mario graphics and, and that it would maybe mix some of the gameplay from like Dream Team where not everything was maybe hit an enemy and go into a battle and it is that style and I'm fine with that because that's a very common you know Paper Mario thing you hit an enemy with your hammer or whatever you're into the battle section I, I just I don't know I just I can't formulate an opinion on it I feel like I'm just kind of on the fence I feel like if, if something phenomenal happened I could really get into it but right now I feel like I've done a lot of rounding up paper toads like every time I go somewhere it seems to be like oh you need to save these paper toads I'm, I'm kind of sick of saving the toads right now and and how long would you say like how much time do you have invested in it um, I don't know. I've probably got six hours in it now, off and on. Maybe a little bit more. I honestly haven't looked at, like, how long my gameplay has been. Um, it, it, I guess it hasn't kept me enough. Like, the, I remember when Sticker Star came out and I played it pretty much religiously, like, for a whole weekend, and I really didn't put it down other than when I was like, okay, I can't hold the 3DS anymore. Um, 
so but this one hasn't kept my attention the same way it's not like i can't put it down i'm like okay that's enough and i'll go back to it now i'm also playing for the first time on a 2ds which i have to say i really don't like oh really what's uh what do you find to be the big difference i i mean aside from the side size of the screen and it doesn't have a hinge like what is it about the 2ds that you don't like well, I think what I like is when I have the 3DS, I open it pretty much flat, as flat as it'll go like that, but my controls are more towards the bottom, and I think where these ones are more towards the top, I'm having this hard time holding it, I, putting my wrist at a weird angle or something, it's it's not comfortable, I guess, is my biggest thing. I can't, I can't play it as long. I will say I do find um, that the battery life lasts way longer, though. That definitely is a good feature about it, but I guess for me, it's just not as comfortable to hold it. So why why did uh, why did you get a 2ds? Um, okay, so so in my haste of getting sick, um, somewhere the last time I was away in some of our luggage, which is all packed downstairs, I have my 3ds, and I was sick, and I was like, I'm not looking for this, and I pulled up a Kijiji ad, and John went and got me a 2ds. All right, so uh, do you find when you were sick, are you bossy? Um, no, I'm not bossy. I just kind of want to be like, I don't want anybody to talk to me. I just kind of want to go like sit. I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to talk. I don't really want to interact. I just want to go get in my bubble. You want to be left alone. Okay. Because I, I know some people who, when they're sick, they get very, very whiny and, uh, and kind of needy. That's not, not saying that's me, but, um, (laughs) definitely not saying that is me. But yeah, I, I know some people get that way. So it's interesting you kind of go to the other spectrum where you want no attention. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like that. I kind of just want, like, I want somebody to come in once in a while and be like, are you still alive? Do you want me to make you food? Do you want takeout? You should probably eat something. Like, that's all I really want. It wasn't like, I was like, oh, for frig's sakes, my 3DS is under the stairs and the luggage and I can't find it. I'm going to go sit in a corner and cry because I can't play video games. I was like... I don't have the energy to do this. I'm going back to bed. And John was like, I'll go get you a 2DS. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Now, on your 3DS, do you have an XL or do you have a regular? Uh, I did have a regular. Now I have an XL, which I like. I love the screen size better. Um, I never play games in 3D, though. It gives me a massive headache. Yeah. Um, I feel like the 3D is kind of a throwaway uh, on a lot of games. I'm glad they don't they don't like super push that anymore. But I, I really do like the 3DS when I when I have to be portable gaming. Yeah. I, I like, but I like the XL, uh, you know, obviously much better, right? I'm I'm into the bigger screens. Yeah, and I I gotta say that between having you know the regular size one and then having the XL, I like the XL a lot better. And um, I think I, right now I'm just kind of missing you know I'm missing it. Um, now that I feel better, I'm gonna go forage through the suitcases and figure out which one I left it in. Um. Because I, I really would like to have it back. I mean, the 2DS was picked up. It was complete in the box. It was from an adult who had got it and played, um, I don't remember which game, one game a couple times, didn't like it. So it was in great condition, and we got it for a really good price. So it's something to hold on to because it, it's nice to have because, you know, there will be a time that John or I has one of them and one of us wants to play something else. So it's good for the price to hold on to. It's just... Of the two, I, I do like the XL better, but John is actually thinking he likes the 2DS better, so I guess it all worked out good. Yeah, I guess that, that works out. Uh, my wife and I both have our own 3DS XLs. Um, I have the new one, um, you know, the Majora's Mask one. Yes. That's the one I have, but she still has her her Pokemon one. She's got her Pikachu one. 
and they, they have the 20th anniversary one coming out, which I have, I have not shown her. I don't think she's going to be very interested in it, though, because it's just a standard size, and she loves having the the XL. Ever since she got an XL, yeah. she has not wanted to go back. Yeah, and I think that's how a lot of people feel. Like, even, I, I don't really think I've talked to anybody who is like, oh, I prefer the other one over it. I really, really liked it. I didn't think I would, because I tend to like little handhelds like if i'm going to play a game boy advance game i always play it on the micro i have super tiny hands so i like it but i i, I really do like the xl i just have the blue one nothing fancy <laughs> nothing fancy yeah i i have a couple of different xls they're mainly the zelda ones so that's why i have them uh, i did consider buying the european uh pikachu 2ds though um though it's got clear plastic yellow one i don't know if it actually has a a picture of Pikachu on it or not. Um, I, I want the the Game Boy SP with Pikachu on it, but it's kind of expensive, and I got to get it in the box. I I buy all the Pokemon stuff for uh, my wife, so she can have her Pokemon collection, like her, her collection embedded within mine. Oh well, that's awesome. And you know what? If there's special pieces, I, I it, that makes sense. It's even more important almost to have them in the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would never just, like, if I found one, obviously, for cheap, I would, I would grab it, but, yeah, definitely in the box. Like, our Pikachu one's in the box, I have the Pikachu N64, you know, uh, so, like, she's got, she's got a couple of special Pokemon items, you know, in the office. Oh, well, that's awesome. That's a, a very good thing to have. And it's, it's, I always like to hear feedback, because, honestly, I had never thought of getting a 2DS, it's just... That happened to be the one that was answered on the Kijiji ad the quickest, but um, no, I think I'm, I'm, I'm think I'm sticking with my uh, 3DS XL. Yeah, I think that I think that is wise. Um, all right, where where are we now? Uh, what am I playing? I am not playing much of anything right now. I was crazy all last week, and it's been crazy this week. I'm working at home at nights, so uh, not getting a lot of gaming done. Um, yeah, not even pinball. It's been kind of sad. I I played a few minutes of Lego Dimensions, but that was, uh, and then I had to go. I had an emergency call and I had to leave. So that was uh, not much gaming for me this week. I feel like if you're not playing at least some pinball, you've had like an insanely world-ending chaotic week. You know, it has not been the best. I was. I told you like last week. I was traveling for work and stuff and training, so I was out of my element. I was, you know. My whole routine was in shambles, and then I felt like I spent uh, all of last week trying to catch up, or this week trying to catch back up. Now and now it's Friday, and I'm still not caught up. And I, every time I check my work email, it's just like another thing, and I'm just I'm kind of buried right now. So I'm like I can't I can't enjoy things. I have to I have to do this work, and I, I do have a Lego set that I'm in the middle of building, which uh, normally a set wouldn't take me this long but it's been like half built for two weeks and that's what i'm doing after this i've agreed that i'm not doing any more work i'm gonna go i'm gonna go build my, my wife is home tonight so we are we're gonna have ice cream and build like us because we're adults oh well that sounds awesome i i think there is absolutely nothing wrong with that isn't it funny that after really busy work days or busy work weeks we're like we're gonna do child things oh yeah there's i i don't want to adult anymore uh, there's no more adult left in me i'm i'm over i'm over it completely yeah that's fair uh that's totally fine i get that all right so what have you bought though uh well thanks to john and his um you know going out and getting things and things coming in the mail um 
a couple things. Um, uh, Wanted and Fantasy Stone for Sega Master System. Uh, Check two more off. So that leaves us with very little to get now, which I'm super excited about because that set will be almost complete. Um, Other than that, I got a package from uh, my friend Mike in the mail with some really great video game music and uh, Bo Jackson 2-in-1 for Game Boy, which was one of the Game Boy games I didn't have. Nice. And does Mike have an Instagram name? Are you shouting him out? Because we don't know who Mike is. Yes, it is K-I-D-A-467. If anybody wants to go check out uh, Mike's Instagram account, um, he collects a lot of awesome handheld stuff. Definitely some good stuff to look at. Hence why I have a Game Boy game. Awesome. People should definitely go check out his account. Now I guess I can tell you what I bought. I bought Rhino Rumble. Oh, awesome. For for the Game Boy Color. And... So throwback to the last episode, we talked to Dane uh, for, from Nintendo Age, and he told us that Rhino Rumble was like one of the games he found difficult to get. Uh, so I went on eBay, and I, I found a sealed one for a reasonable price, so I, I didn't want it sealed, but it was the same as a complete box one, so I just went ahead and grabbed it. So now I have Rhino Rumble in the collection, and, uh, you know, I got a few good things coming in the mail. Just uh, bought a few more Super Nintendo games to check off the list. And I got a handful of Wii games because I was uh, at lunch for work and there was a GameStop where we went. So, uh, you know, they stayed for uh, a martinis and I walked into GameStop. Well. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult. Yeah, that's all right. Whatever works for you, that's all that matters. Yeah, my, my work is, a, is uh, very liberal with uh, the drinking policy. We are, you know, we have a little fridge in our in our work section and. You could put beer in there and you could, you know, on Friday, you could crack a beer at like four o'clock and no one would look sideways at you. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like beer, so that, that holds no appeal for me, but I'm glad, I'm glad it's available for others. Anyways, that's, uh, that's where I'm at on the game purchasing. But tell me about these CDs. Yeah, well, the video game music was definitely an awesome thing because I, like I said, even when I'm sick, I can't sit still. So it's definitely been on the whole time I've been playing games and stuff. So it was the perfect time for a package to come. It came like literally a couple days before I got sick. You say video game music. So is it, is it uh, 8-bit? Is it chip tune, or is it just, oh, what, what are we talking about here? Um, it's a good mix, like a whole bunch of stuff. Um, there were two huge CDs, which was a really cool and, um, it, it's, it really was a good mix of everything. I know there's sometimes I probably drifted off to sleep, but, um, just some awesome stuff on there. And I think I have a hard time finding good video game music. So to have two really good, awesome big CDs was really cool. Awesome. So I think we're, we can wrap it up. Where can they find you on Instagram? I'm Kat Sylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And I'm Johnny underscore Iucci, that's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I, also on Instagram, and also you can find me at GameOverJohnny.com. All right, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.